maybe it's just the age that our kids are at. Like mine's almost four, yours mm-hmm. is uh, just like three and a half. Four, yeah. yeah, three and a half, like five months behind ours. We were in the same boat six months ago where, I mean, it was a different toy every day and you had to have a lot to keep them mm-hmm. occupied. But now, I mean, he will literally play with the same thing every day for a yep. month straight. Once they hit a certain age, you don't need a million things. You just need like one thing that's interesting enough that they're going to obsess over and go back and play with every day for like three months straight. You're listening to Dadsplaining, a weekly chronicle of all the weirdest, messiest, grossest, and funniest parts of fatherhood hosted by two first-time dads. I'm Jesse. And I'm Brandon. And this week we are talking about prepping for the holidays, uh, toys that we are buying for our kids this Christmas season, what you could get if you're running short on ideas, and uh, you know what we're excited about getting uh, ourselves. But before we get into all of it, Brandon, if our listeners want to reach out to us with questions or comments, where can they find us? Please give us a like or a follow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Dadsplaining Podcast. You can reach us directly, dadsplainingpodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out this and every episode anywhere you get your podcasts. And one of those places where you can get your podcast is uh, one that we've been trying to spread the word about recently, a uh, an up-and-coming podcast app called Good Pods uh, that we are featured on. A uh, great new app. Check it out. Uh, it's on the Android App Store, the uh, Apple App Store. and um, I don't know. We're fond of it. And uh, apparently they're fond of us. They, they told us that they'd like to feature us uh, if we can kind of help them spread the word and build a following there. So that's one app that you can consider. Uh, we also ask that uh, if you like the show, if you could do us a favor and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. Uh, it only takes a second. Tell us what you like, uh, maybe even what you don't like or what you'd like to hear more of. And uh, it's a great way for us to boost our signal and connect with more people and serve you better. So, Brandon, it's been a couple of weeks since we've done just an episode, you and me. Uh, It's good to see you again and talk just one-on-one. How is everything going in the Spears household? Everything's going good. I miss you. It's nice to see you again. And Mm -hmm. just be just the two dads, the original OG crew. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love talking to people, but we finally get to just hear ourselves talk once again and let the the ego run wild. And that's all we're here for. Uh, I don't know. I think it's been going good. I mean, at least where we are, I've been enjoying uh, some cooler weather. So more outdoor time. Mm -hmm. I've been playing a lot on the swings. I don't know if David's the same way, but now Noah's totally in the phase where he could just swing for hours on really. Yeah. If I get him on the swing set, like yesterday, that's, that's all we did. Came home, got the swings out there for an hour, had to get him off the swings so we could eat dinner. Yeah. I was like bribing him to get off the swings basically. And, uh, he just like, I don't know. My son's always been like very interesting with like the expression of emotion and kind of Uh limited. So he just sits on it and he's just like, this is awesome. (laughs) Having a good time, but just like blank. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like the baby, baby photos, like even back in the beginning, even to today, he'll just, you know, sometimes he's just like, I'm just in my zone. Yeah. This is my mood. This is my life. I'm living it. Uh-huh. You know, and other times he's like really into it, of course, and like very expressive right. about it. Especially when I created a new swinging game. Oh, uh, definitely tell. dangerous, and don't do it. But if you <laughs> happen to have a swing set that is near, say, a set of trees with some low hanging branches that you haven't cut back this summer, you this can very specific push the swings that your child is on. They're holding on very securely, very high, so they fly very high up into the air, almost getting upside down so that they can touch the trees. So we've now invented the game where (laughs) my son gets on the swings and he's like, daddy, I want to touch the trees. And I'm like, "Ah!" you know, like giving him the big, 
It's a huge push where he just goes flying. I'd say about half the time his butt actually leaves the seat for like a split second as he oh like hits the apex of the curve and then like collapses back down because he's reaching out and trying to grab. Uh-huh. So there's some great photos that maybe I'll share of like my action shots of me like, ah, oh you know, and him and him reaching and be like, ah, you know, so it's it's great fun. Totally safe. The, the makers of the Desplaining a Fatherhood podcast do not advise engaging in any unsafe behavior involved in, in a swing set of any kind. We are trained professionals. Do not try this at home. Also, we are not trained medical professionals. And we <laughs> we do are untrained amateurs. We do not have any idea what is good or not good for your child. Full disclaimer. <laughs> yes. And so we have fun with that um, on the swing set. And we've been, we've been swinging a lot. And then, of course, I get to swing and I get to touch the trees. And that's fun. Uh-huh. And uh, my son's uh, big swing, uh, the, the swing thing <laughs> that he likes to do, the game that he likes to play and why it takes so long to do swings is he'll swing like a good 20 minutes. And then he's like, I'm done. But then he just uh-huh. wants to move to the next swing over. And then he's going to sit uh-huh. there for another 20 minutes. And then he's going to hop back over to the original swing and stick with that for another 20. Yeah. So you can easily mix and match your swings. You got to rotate left to right, front to mm-hmm. center, front to back. That's the other part. Front to back. Sometimes he faces this way. Then he wants to flip it and face the other yeah, way. And he totally it's hysterical. Experience. Yeah. And so that's my life, the swinging life. And oh, not in the man. way that you're normally thinking about, but the parenting <laughs> swinging. We all know what the parent swinging is all about. Oh, man. No matter which way I say it, it sounds terrible. <laughs> it's not getting any better. Not getting any better. Over to you, Jesse. <laughs> Oh man, it's I, I'm a little jealous that Noah's into swings. Um, because we've got a we inherited a swing set when we, when we bought this new house. It just it was there from the last owner, and we didn't move it. But David has never been interested in swings. Like he's got the uh, it's a small set. There's a slide, a ladder, two swings, and then like that little bar next mm-hmm. to the swings that you can hang off of and do yeah, you know maybe chin ups or something. Kind of yeah. Thing. yeah, you know, and it, it hangs from the chains. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of likes that, but he has never wanted to get on swings, but he has always wanted me to get on the swings so that he can push uh-huh. me. The problem is this playset is like 10 years old and it supports him and it's going to continue to safely do so for maybe the next year tops. Uh, and then the wood is going to splinter and crack in a million pieces, but there's Beautiful. no way that I can get on this thing. You know, there's no way that it's going to handle like this adult unhealthy weight, you know, in a swing set. Like they're just, it's just going to go flying onto the ground so i have to like delicately tell my son that when he wants to push me on the swing and as a result he's just never really been into it um but the main thing that he has been into lately you talked about the uh the weather getting a little cooler which is nice uh because for the folks that don't know we live in the state of georgia here in the u.s and georgia it doesn't really have four seasons like everywhere else like it's hot like unbearably uncomfortably hot for like maybe 75 percent of the year and then around this time in mid-October, it gets pleasant for two weeks, and then it's going to get freezing for two months, and then it's going to go back to unbearably hot. So like we're in that bearable period right now, which is really nice because it's also windy enough for kite flying, and that's David's Ooh. big thing right now. So David is coming up on his fourth birthday, and uh, he's really into just flying a kite. We got a kite for him at the beginning of the year, or maybe it was last Christmas, and uh, on a nice windy day like we've had plenty of lately we'll go out Mm -hmm. uh, unwind the thing shoot it into the air 
Um, he loves watching it. He likes grabbing the part that unwinds. And so I'm holding the thread as the kite's going into the air to keep it taut. And he's actually, you know, holding it and instructing him, you know, give me some more, like unwind it, unwind it. And he he just has nice. a blast doing that. So um, that's, yeah, that's been a lot of our days lately. Uh, the past few days have been a little rough. He came down with something over the weekend, woke up Sunday night, like coughing and stuffy, Ooh, you know, yeah. runny nose, that kind of junk. It's, um, I'm pretty sure it's allergies because it's kind of, it happens to him and me around the same time every year. You can hear I'm a little raspy. I'm kind of dealing with that too right now. So, you know, we've had a few stay at home days instead of going to school days, which of course makes the work day, you know, kind of nuts for the parents. Um, so oh, yeah. we're working through that. He's getting better, you know, and we're just, uh, we're hanging in there, having fun. We're planning for his birthday in a couple of weeks, make plan a trip to the Georgia aquarium, which is a really cool place to go. And then, uh, prepping for the, the holiday season, which is what we are going to get into today. So it's, uh, yeah, life's been busy, but, uh, full of some fun times. Yeah. I feel like I, I maybe even forgot to mention this, but we had a case of hand, foot, and mouth not long ago. That's right. Yeah. I, I mm. Did we talk about that I on the podcast I can't honestly yet? remember, but maybe we did. This just, you know, if you guys are thinking we're slipshod, no, we're just parents. This is what happens. If it happened yeah. more than yesterday, it didn't happen. It's Yeah, uh, it's forgotten. And I like the way that my son handles yesterday. He just uses yesterday to refer to any time in the past for his entire uh -huh. life. It's like, you oh. remember yesterday when we did the thing? And I'm like... You mean like six months ago on a random <laughs> Tuesday? And he's like, uh-huh. Like, yeah, uh -huh. that was that was yesterday. Yeah. Which is of course yesterday when I adorable because he doesn't have a yeah. concept of time. And I, I know I, I just have to uh, throw one more joke out there. Just recently, Noah has been doing the incessant why. Really? Bit. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I, it hasn't persisted, so I'm I'm hopeful. But I'm sure he's picking it up from the rascals at school because that's not my son. He doesn't do that. <laughs> he's annoying kids at school. But he would just kind of do the whys. And so yesterday I went the the high road of parenting high-minded excellence where I just uh -huh. started spouting off nonsense babble back at him until he got bored with asking why. Sure. Yeah. And so he was asking questions about like, why are you raking the leaves? And he's like, well, you know, I just find it pleasant. And he's like, why? And he's like, well, some people like order and structure in their lives. And I really subscribe to the theory of Marie Kondo where everything just goes into, <laughs> you know, and he's like, why are you, you know, why, you know, several more whys. And I was like, well, some people believe in a grand unified theory. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I've always subscribed to a little bit more of a layman's turn of a loop structure, quantum gravity. And I'm just showing that I've listened to the Big Bang Theory more than once. Uh -huh. And so that's where sure. I got that that from. And so yeah. I quite enjoyed myself <laughs> sassing back to him unknowingly just because he expects to hear me give words. And I'm like, all right, I'll just make up some, some yeah. random, you know, word vomit and we'll just roll mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Meanwhile, like all the time, like, he's taking you 100% seriously. He's like, oh, okay. But like in his head, he's like, okay, so that's how adults talk. Exactly. I don't know what any of that means, but okay, that's that's throwing some sentence. tidbits that's that might answer? be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm having fun with it. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do to preserve your sanity once in a while <laughs> in this parenting game. Absolutely. We've talked about this a little bit off and on over the past couple of months. Um, and this year it's hitting a little earlier than it has in past years, you know, and I think it's, I don't know, I have not been following the news stories as it relates to, you know, I, I know that there are like various big things going on across the country in terms of labor and wages and strikes and supplies and uh, the cost of wood has skyrocketed over the past year. Uh, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, but there's a million different factors. And what it all boils down to for the purposes of this podcast is if you ain't done your shopping yet, you better do your shopping. 
because you're not going to have much more time to do it if you want to get the gifts that you have in mind for your kids this year. And so if you're um, asking why, I would say that some people believe in a capitalist society of supply and demand. <laughs> but really, I've always thought more of a free why? market laissez-faire approach really into why? working. Well, some why? people believe in trickle-down economics. Why? But really, I think... <laughs> I just oh, had to throw it in Lord. there. I'm sorry. Thank you. God, we are Thank so you, not everybody. funny, but I just love that. I think we are. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's fatherhood in a nutshell. <laughs> so what we'd like to do today is um, kind of talk through some of the things that we have been looking at to get for our kids, or in my case, things that uh, my wife has already taken care of. She like got all the shopping done before I turned my brain over to the subject of Christmas shopping. Like that's how slow I was this year. Like last year, I at least contributed ideas. Uh, this year, like my wife, like every time she would come to me, she's like, hey, do you like this? Do you like that? Uh, I know you like to play with this thing with David. Do you need more of those? Most of my contributions were like, yes. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, he loves those. Or yes, it, I love those. And, uh, and that was about all I contributed. So um, anything that I suggest in this episode is uh going to be credited to uh actually uh, not jesse but uh let's just kind of go through what we've got in mind brandon i'm gonna let you kind of lead off with this because uh this uh episode i think was kind of your brainchild uh what's on your list this year or what have you guys already gotten i just love that the surprise of this episode and yet probably every episode the undercurrent should be that this is two dads who are more or less just going based off of what the moms have come up with yeah. and trying to parrot it off as our own advice, as is the way. Mm -hmm. splaining is the name for a reason. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple big ticket items, and then, of course, there's some fun, like, stocking stuffery type stuff that I think we could hit on as well. But if I'm going off of recent experience and what my son plays with, absolutely the most, it's something we already have, but will it be expanded upon, and I think I recommend for anybody is marble runs so if you're marble not runs marble runs if you're not yeah. familiar it's basically a set of blocks and marbles they can there's wood versions which are a little bit the nicer kind and that's the kind we have by a product maker called hape h-a-p-e we'll send mm -hmm. links and all along with the episode but yeah various colored blocks that have different ways to shoot marbles out and then you've got tracks basically that some are straight and long, some are shorter, some go in curves, some you can put to make ramps that go down. And so basically you can imagine you're kind of building like a, a tower of blocks and tracks that are stacking in different combinations. Yeah. And it can be different sizes and different shapes. And then you can oh. you know, get to the top and you put a marble up at the top and it goes uh -huh. down and left and right. And it has spinning shoots that go around in circles. Okay. Like there's yeah. just so much it's like a giant Rube Goldberg variety. Yeah. Basically, yes. Uh, like a, a, a poor man's or a simplified Rube Goldberg yeah. where you're given all the pieces and no matter which way you put them together, you can create something interesting. Yeah. And so we got this really earlier this year. So it's been almost a year straight where like every day, one of the things he has to do is play with his marble runs. Uh -huh. And like, it's so interesting, like going from a period where we just had like toys on toys on toys and just like variety. And we had to have different things. And we talked about how we would have things in different rooms so he could move from one to the next with the child yeah. ADD, you know, syndrome that is just everyday childhood we could probably get by with just the marble run. So if you really want, I'm trying to give you guys like the bang for the buck because it's a bigger ticket item. It, it does take up a bit of space, but if you can go whole hog on a thing that is going to last, uh, the marble run has legs for sure. And you can buy different sets 
that will have different types of blocks that do different functions. We got an expansion pack that had these really cool elements where one of them is like a, um, like a bridge that, you know, you can, you can lay ladder up and down and the marbles will go down and it's like a little xylophone. So it goes like as it goes down, which is of course his favorite part. And there's uh-huh. different tubes that they can basically make the marbles go in different directions. It can like split left or right. It can go into a little, uh, you know, section where you can stack several marbles and then you can tip them and all of them shoot out at once. Yeah. There's just like lots of variability. So definitely can recommend Hape as the brand. There's uh-huh. a lot of other versions, um, some that are, you know, potentially more affordable, uh, plastic variety. Those work just fine as well, of course. And you buy basically like one of the bigger sets, which gets you started with like a big amount of pieces and the replayability is there because you can construct it in a number of different ways. And then you can buy little smaller like expansions with different style of pieces that do different things. So that's my big top of the list, big ticket item. Like it's so, it's so well used for him that even though he has one, I'm probably just going to get an expansion pack and be like yeah. the best gift of Christmas just to keep the fun going. That is so cool. And I can totally like see where you're coming from. Maybe it's just the age that our kids are at. Like mine's almost four years mm-hmm. is uh, just a three and a half or yeah. yeah, three and a half, like five months behind ours. Uh, we were in the same boat six months ago where, I mean, it was a different toy every day. Like, and you had to have a lot to keep them mm-hmm. occupied. But now, I mean, he will literally play with the same thing every day for a yep. month straight at least before he moves on to the uh to the next thing like yep. for the longest time it was those uh picasso tiles which are um mm, just yeah. another brand of the magnet tiles, magnet tiles. You know, any oh, kind yeah. of colorful magnet tiles which we're getting more of this year to expand and add to his collection and he would play with those every day uh Absolutely. he would want to you know make a mess with them like he would want me to build a house and then he would <laughs> knock down the house and you know, laugh maniacally as yep. I rebuilt it. Right. And then um, I one day pulled out uh, a ball pit. Like we, we got a ball pit for his third birthday party. And um, I just kind of put that back because it's easy to put together. And it's just like a bag full of balls and doesn't take up that much space. If you got a playroom. And since then, every day it's been getting in the ball pit to play in the ball pit. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's like once they hit a certain age, you don't need a million things. You just need like one thing or a couple of things that's interesting enough um, that they're going to obsess over and, you know, go back and play with every day for like three months straight. Yeah, we've definitely made it into that phase. I say really three years um, and you could probably start a little sooner. Uh, mm-hmm. When we first started many months ago, I, I was doing the building and then he yeah. was playing. Now he can build the sets himself. It's amazing. That's awesome. it's, it's mind blowing. He still prefers me to do the heavy work, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, but he can put them together. Like we have arguments now where like we're working together and I'm just like, that piece doesn't go there. That's not going to work. And it's just, you. Nice. Get, I really get into it. Like, I mean, yeah. as an adult, you can enjoy, I think it's like a more approachable version of Legos because they're big pieces that fit together hmm. very easily. Of course, yeah. like Lego, there's a Duplo to get you started, which are bigger blocks. My son's mm-hmm. getting into Legos as well. So I'm going to skip ahead. But one of my purchases yep. is going to be a Lego starter kit get that going. Yeah. Um, I know my kids not like all kids, each kid's different, but he's really into this kind of Mm -hmm. like puzzle build it mindset. Um, and so something like a marble run or something like Legos is like a great fit, uh, for sure. And I'd say you could definitely start at three or maybe even a little bit earlier where they kind of enjoy playing with like blocks. Yeah. Um, what have you got at the top of your list, Jesse? Yeah. So, um, I, we mentioned the Picasso tiles. Uh, there's also, so I, I kind of would break kind of our gifts into categories, you know, um, there's like 
stuff that's based on characters and books that he loves uh, because he will like make believe with these characters all day long. There are sort of more role playing toy kits or sets that we've gotten. Um, and then there's like outdoorsy stuff. Um, so he's really into the pigeon right now. Are, are you familiar with Mo Willems? Like don't let the pigeon drive the bus, that whole series. Uh, yeah. The book series. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten into that personally, but I've, I'm definitely yeah. aware of. Yeah. That's uh he's obsessed with it. Like every day and it's kind of a waning now. I'm, I'm noticing that we're reaching kind of the tail end of that obsession, but every day it was like, we had to read at least one and we had three. It was don't let the pigeon drive the bus. The pigeon finds a hot dog and don't let the pigeon stay up late. And we would read one every day. He had like a plush bus that my wife found on Amazon because the the whole point of the story is the pigeon wants to drive like a city bus while the bus driver is off doing something and you have to make sure that he can't do it. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, there's like a lot more of these. So my wife went online and found like a set full of them. It's like um, the pigeon has to go to school, make the pigeon take a bath. Like it's all these things like you want to get the pigeon to do something that kids don't like to do. So like the kid gets to sort of play the parent role, which is a lot of fun. So a bunch of those, uh, as well as a plush pigeon, it's kind of cute and fun. Um, He's really into Peppa Pig right now. Um, That's another big thing with him. So we got a couple of little uh, stuff, the Peppa Pig family. And uh, and then a gingerbread man book because he loves um, just the song, you know, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm a gingerbread man. He's been familiar with the story for years, but we've never had a gingerbread man book. So that's um, that's one that we're getting. And then the last sort of character thing is another one of our favorite shows. And my wife, Ashley, and I like the show more than David does is Bluey. Uh, oh yeah, it's an Australian cartoon uh, that we're into. It's if you have if you've never seen it, if you have Disney Plus, hop on Disney Plus. Uh, if not, it's on I think Disney Junior, whatever Those the regular Disney version TV of channels, Disney Channel yeah. is. Yeah, one of those. Um, and really cute, really cute co- uh, cartoon. Like it's it's a lot of fun. And um, we got like a, a playset of the the house with the Bluey family, and uh, I think a car as well. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff that he's going to um, just have fun doing make believe with his favorite characters. And uh, I think we're really going to get into those. I love it. If you want to branch off of my theme, there is a Peppa Pig episode about Marble Runs. So oh, there is. You, I don't think we've seen that one. If you actually um, just go on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. there's actually a surprisingly robust Peppa Pig YouTube channel uh, where, like, okay. they will put they will put large sections of episodes. Yeah. Um, and you can totally rabbit hole into like a marathon of Peppa Pig on YouTube. So use that information carefully <laughs> because right. if you put on one of them it'll just keep going into more and more episodes and before you know it five hours have passed with oh yeah no i know i know how not, now, okay sidebar because i really want to tackle this subject with you because you guys were on peppa pig before we were what do you usually watch peppa pig on is it youtube uh no usually peppa pig and like most of the like kids shows we actually just watch on regular tv where we've DVR'd, oh we've got like a bunch of episodes okay. yeah i still have cable gotcha. i know i'm so old no um, good for you that's that's uh that's <laughs> it comes in handy with situations like this and yeah I ask cause then, because then i just save up like a dozen episodes of peppa pig bluey yeah. sesame street daniel like the whole gamut so that whenever we actually sit down i can just whip it that's not about wow i can just pull up the episode immediately yeah yeah when needed and then it's like i control it way better Uh than on youtube uh, because it's over at 30 minutes and it doesn't launch into another one 
Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I, the reason I ask is because uh, we don't have cable; we just have streaming. And yeah. you know, you know the way streaming services work. Like they'll give you a show, but they'll only give you like a couple episodes of the right. show. Um, so we bounce between um Amazon Prime, which has yeah. like uh the last two seasons of Peppa Pig, and Nick Jr., which has like the first two seasons or something like that. <laughs> and of course, anytime he goes over to the grandparents' house who has cable and watches an episode and wants to come back and watch it here, naturally, it's one of those seasons yeah. in between that we don't have access to. So it's just torture for him and it's torture for us because he doesn't know what the name of the episode is so he's like yeah right. the one with the boots the one with the, what one with the boots so i'm googling like peppa pig one with the boots and just hoping oh that my something god comes I've, up. I've totally been there because he'll see an episode maybe on like live tv yeah or on youtube to your point and then he'll think we have it and of course we don't like the marvel right. run episode i don't actually have it i just googled it and found it on youtube one day and it doesn't play full episodes, but it has like the sequence of the marble run um, in that episode. And of course it's way over the top, but yeah. um, it's, it's quite enjoyable. I yeah, feel like it, it conveys it, it because daddy pig gets really into it, which is just totally me. I'm a total daddy pig, uh, but which oh, also yeah. sounds weird, but it's just like, <laughs> of course we identify as the dad figures in these shows. Like, of, of course, course. I'm a, of course I'm a bandit. Like, why wouldn't I be? Yeah. You can't be also, does it bother you that mom doesn't have a name? It's chilly in, in Bluey. Is it chilly? Yeah, her name's chilly. Okay. All right, they just don't mention yeah. it. They always refer to yeah. her as mom, and he gets referred to as bandit a lot by her. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember where they say it. It's at, it may be in the second season somewhere. Um, it's like yeah. a, a Big Bang Theory. We don't know what Penny's last name is because it just right. never comes up. Right. Was, okay. So that's not a conspiracy theory. She has a real name. Okay. I'm glad she has a real name. And there's, I mean, if you, by the way, sidebar if you really want to get into it like look up the bluey lore online like there's oh my god there's, um, lore? there's backstory there's like uh there's like there were like th fan theories before season two came about about uh, who you know who the family members were that are in the family oh, wow. photos in the house and and all this stuff and there's like theories about like adult themes that are explained to kids mm. in childlike ways in the episodes it's an awesome show but there's like a huge presence online anyway yeah that's a, that's a story for another day so back uh, to holiday ideas i don't know where back we, to holiday we got ideas. off but um yes another <laughs> another um admittedly a bigger item here uh, but again bang for buck if you want like one item that has a lot of reusability that this is new for us. We experienced it at a friend's house, which is another great way to shop for free. Mm -hmm. Is you just go to a friend's house and you see what the kids like. It's called the Nugget. If you've heard nugget. of this, it's called the Nugget. It is a set of basically cushions, which I'm underselling how cool it is, but it's basically four or five cushions. There's one large kind of double piece, and then there's two individual pieces as well that can make like a big four piece block. Right. And then there's two kind of triangular pillow pieces as well. And so they're all individual pieces, except for the one kind of double one. And what you do is you can just use it in any number of ways possible. You can lay it on the floor. It's a mattress. Um, or you could put a blanket over it. It's a fort. Mm -hmm. You can do, again, I will advise this uh, cautiously, but this is what happened uh -huh. where we decided we loved it. We went to a friend's house for a play date and they took the big piece and laid it up against a couch and then put another piece on the ground in front of that. The kids, uh -huh. it's it's sturdy, like strong kind of memory foam material where it's solid, but very cushy. Yeah. And the kids can run up the side of it, kind of like they're wall climbing, and then they can roll down uh, like, a, like a build your own hill, basically. Yeah. And the kids just did this over and over and over and over again to the point where they were complaining that they weren't going fast enough to give each other turns. And so uh -huh. it's just like, it's just one of those things where you're like, I don't know why kids like it, but they do. So the nugget, the nugget right. 
And it's, you know, four or five, five piece like cushion set that you can just configure and use in a number of different ways. If you really wanted to, it could be like a mattress for sleeping on or, mm -hmm. you know, for a sleepover, like extra pull out bed type situation in a pinch. Yeah. We're going to be interested to see how it works because it's pretty big. It takes up a decent amount of space. So keep that in mind. It's kind of impossible to store uh, out of sight. So once you have it, it's going to kind of just be in your life uh, over in the corner because <laughs> it doesn't... Uh, you know, fold away into a nice yeah. box. Another kind of really good one for like open-ended play where you can just kind of use it in various ways um, and have fun with it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, basically like a, a souped up a version of your own couch cushions. Yeah. But because of the design and like the hard kind of core foam material, it can be used in like different setups, which makes it uh, do that way. Or just DIY it with your couch cushions to your own desire. Yeah. Well, which is cool because like that's, it's not an issue anymore, but a couple of months ago, our son was obsessed with our couch cushions and every day would want to make pillow forts and uh, towers and trees and things that he could climb on and hide under and all this stuff. And it was just, it was getting to the point where like, it was actually like messing up the pillows because they were being like worn out so much and beaten up so much. So I'm sure I'm not the only parent who's gone through that. And uh, that seems like a fantastic alternative and a way to kind of like redirect your kid away from the actual expensive fur and onto uh, the more child. Absolutely. Stuff. It's meant for that, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not going to get destroyed, basically. And you can use it for a longer period of time. So again, like bigger initial investment for something that can last and kind of has legs. Nice. Okay, so there are a couple other things I wanted to bring up. Um, my wife found these great multi-piece, I guess, like role-playing kits that are great for kids that are like expanding their imagination and, you know, playing games that they're kind of making up and taking on characters and stuff like that. Um, the first one cool. is a doctor kit. This is from a company called Ti either Tiger Who or Tiger Hue. I'm not really sure how you pronounce that last uh, syllable. So Tiger Huey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But either way. It's a, so yeah, it's like a multi-piece kit where, you know, you've got the stethoscope, you've got like the, I don't know, the, the syringes and um, the coat and the, the tongue depressors and all that stuff. And what, what I'm excited about it for is the fact that for the longest time, our son was very, very much afraid of the doctor's office. And it was because he had ear tube surgery uh, as a 16 month old or an 18 month old. And since then, like a couple of times a year, he's got to go into the ear, nose and throat doctor and have his ears checked and sometimes have his ears actually flushed out if they're Ooh, full yeah. of stuff. And it's I mean, it's a it's a rough experience, like it's borderline traumatizing, you know, because you got to hold the kid down so they won't squirm while they're looking in the ear and there's just there's screaming, there's begging, there's crying. It's a. Uh, it's rough. And so for the longest time, he thought that's what the doctor was and had a very negative association with it. And this kit is going to be a big step in reversing that. But we've also kind of started that process um, thanks to two stories that David loves that I'm just another sidebar, third sidebar of the episode. Um, I wanted to mention Peppa Pig one has a great episode on going to the doctor and how it's actually not scary and doctors are good and they help you feel better and all this stuff. I think it's called health check. And then also Pete the Cat, if your kid is into Pete the Cat, there's a, a great short Pete the Cat book about going to the doctor. And Pete's scared to go to the doctor when he's sick, but he gets there and the doctor is actually really nice and gives him a sticker because he's a good kid. And uh, that's kind of how we started warming David up to the idea of going to the doctor. And that's something I'll come back to in another episode and kind of explain how we've started started to reverse that kind of thought process. But this is this is one that I think he's really going to enjoy playing doctor. Um, I will say one, definitely yeah. yes, just to, to tack on there, because we've had a kit like that for a while. 
And uh, it's fun. It doesn't get used, you know, every day or all day or anything. But yeah, occasionally he's just like, I'm going to dress up to be the doctor. And he gives us checkups and it's super cool. And we get to be the patients and it's fun. And then you can get them to do stuff like, you know, they give you the shot. And, yeah. you know, you can be like, ow, and then Band-Aid, and then kiss, and it's okay. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it yeah. works just how you're describing. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a good purchase. Yeah, and we're getting another one, too, that's uh, for, like, an ice cream parlor or an ice cream counter. And that one's really fun because David loves be an ice cream truck, um, mm-hmm. which is ironic because he doesn't really care for ice cream itself. Um, like, he loves the idea that he'll ask for ice cream and get really excited when we go to buy ice cream. But once he actually has it in his hand, he doesn't want it anymore. And so then I sadly uh, have to take it upon myself to eat that ice cream. Uh, and I do it for him. You know, I do it out of love. Um, but because uh, it, <laughs> it's just, a hard job. You're just a giver by taking it, it, it. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's my sense of duty, really. Yeah. But but anyway, he loves to pretend to be an ice cream man. He'll get in his um, treehouse or, you know, on top of a slide and like look down at me and be like, hey, ice cream trucks here. What kind of ice cream do you want? He'll do that in the bathtub to pretend to make ice cream. So this is one I'm really excited about. This one comes from Melissa and Doug, which uh, we haven't talked about in a while, but we both uh, have houses full of Melissa and Doug toys and Absolutely. have since our kids were born. Um, this company is, I mean, they don't sponsor this podcast, so this is not an endorsement, but if, if only they'd they like did. to, we're open to it. Hey, give us a call, Melissa and or Doug. And uh, this looks like a really cool ice cream counter kit. I'm going to include a link to this and, and really to everything we've talked about uh, in the we're show. We're getting um, the same thing. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. It was on sale nice. on Amazon the other day, guys. So if yep. you're hearing the podcast live or if you hear it soon, Check mm-hmm. on Amazon before it's gone. Yeah, it has been hurry. on sale lately for like 20% off. And Melissa and Doug's stuff is really nice, as we've mentioned, but surprisingly can be reasonable, especially mm-hmm. when on sale on Amazon. So keep an eye out for the yeah. particular items like that. But yeah, with the scoops of ice cream and yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Noah really loves pretending to be an ice cream person too. I don't know where it hits. They just think of it as like this magical thing. He'll just go around all of a sudden and be like, who wants some ice cream? Who wants some ice cream? And you're like, me, me, of course. And you're like, this is adorable. Oh, yeah, it's a blast. I think the last time we got together, uh, our kids actually played ice cream together, like pretended to make each other ice cream cones and deliver them. He loves to pretend to make ice cream cookies, cakes. You know, he he just anything baking uh, kind of related. So it's going to be neat to actually get him like an ice cream setup, basically. Yeah. Um, Okay. so the last couple of gifts that I wanted to go over on our list are the ones that I'm kind of the most excited about, um, the stuff that's going to get out of the house, outside, playing outdoors, that kind of fun stuff. Uh, the first one is um, a balance bike. Brandon, are you guys familiar with these balance bikes? I had, I was not aware of them at all until like the past <laughs> year. Oh, uh, so we've had one since Noah was two. And right. Barely uses it, but that's oh, him. Okay. He is yeah. very safe and he likes the idea of going fast, but hates actually mm-hmm. going fast. Also, yeah. he's very lazy, so he hates the idea <laughs> He hates the idea of having to self-propel. Uh-huh. So, you know, like yeah. the, the whole, like, I think it doesn't help that we're like at the bottom of a hill. And so yeah. if he wants to kind of go on the bike, he has to go uphill, which doesn't help. Uh, right. So him like pedaling, quote unquote, because the balance bike, there's no pedals. They're just balancing. Right. Just he doesn't really do it because it's yeah. too much work for him. But again, this is my kid. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's everybody has them. All the kids have them, right? So it's like totally mm-hmm. a legit gift uh, to get. But yeah, it was kind of yeah. like a bomb for us. <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes. Uh, you know, you you can't predict kids. 
like, like he hasn't it, gotten into scooters either same kind mm-hmm. of thing like it's anything self-propelled he's, he's so lazy he's just not gonna do it yeah we um we got this idea we haven't gotten it yet i think uh we're trying to get one of the grandparents to get it um uh, we got the idea from my my cousin uh mm-hmm, she's got mm-hmm. one for her son uh who's just a couple of months behind david and the first time i saw him on it uh he was like just barely three years old and yeah. was a pro yeah. i had never seen a kid that young so well coordinated on something like a bicycle and then you know now i'm looking up youtube videos and i'm like wow there are two-year-olds who are learning how to do this and are like more coordinated than i might be on a bicycle um yep. and i guess it just you talk it up to the way that they learn with these things when there's no pedals they use their feet and then all they have to do is lift up their feet and kind of coast down a hill a little bit and it's really wild to see. So, um, I'm, yeah, we're thinking about getting one of those and uh, getting him, you know, to kind of get around more. He's on the tricycle right now. He loves the tricycle. Uh, and I think this is maybe the the next logical step up from that. We're also looking or have already gotten a tractor, like a John Deere kind of thing. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. This is another an idea that we got from um, my cousin and her three and a half year old. Um, the uh I don't know how you say, tell me how you say this brand. Do you say Peg Perigo or Peg Perego? I say Peg Perego. I do too. And I think the reason I do is because like they make car seats as well. So when I saw that, it was when my wife was pregnant and I was like, oh, Peg Perego. And that's the association (laughs) that I have in my head. Peg Perego, even though it's Peg Perego. But yeah, that's probably why we say it. Because yeah, we had the car seat. I didn't know they made other stuff. What are they making? Yeah. Yeah. So this, uh, I mean, they're just, they're. I guess they've partnered with John Deere to make these like ah. motorized uh, tractors that you can drive around. So um, this one, yeah, it's got like a trailer hitch and a trailer on the back so you can hop in. And I think there's two seats. So if you want to put your little friends or siblings or oh whatever you want in there. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, they could just drive around. Like when I was a kid, I had um, one like this, but instead of a tractor, it was like maybe a, a sports car, like a Corvette oh. or a Mustang or something. And David's got a car that we got for his last birthday last year, and he's not super into it. So, you know, we're thinking that this might be kind of a yeah. something fun is that it, he can drive um, down the street and the driveway. Is it like a motorized, like a, you yes. just like push the button and it goes or whatever? Yeah, yeah, you got to charge the battery, you know, sure. um, and then uh, I don't know if this one comes with a remote control. The one that we have now, the car, has a remote that I can actually control it. But yeah, you know, pedals and stuff and horns and whatnot. So I think he'll have a lot of fun with Very that. Very cool. The Peg yeah. Perego John Deere tractor. I would have never in my life. That's got to be like the most luxe, like cushy, safe. Because yeah. like Peg Perego is like the high end car seat yeah. brand. So if they do that with tractors, it's got to be legit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like the, the top of the line tractor. It mows the lawn for you and everything. By the way, like, I just want to say this because I didn't say it at the beginning. It sounds like we've just gotten a million things for my kid for Christmas, but here's the the truth of it. He's also got a birthday in two weeks. Um, So half of these are birthday gifts, and I just lump them in together because I think they're all great gift ideas, and uh, and that's kind of the reality of it. Like, we have to pile all of these purchases together because we've got two different holidays coming up back to back. But anyway, the last thing I wanted to bring up is uh, a basketball, like a kid's little tights kind of basketball goal is the last thing we're thinking about, you know, advising one of the family members to to get him. That's something that I think he's, you know, probably old enough to enjoy uh, bouncing a ball around. And, you know, these are just my ways of trying to get him out of the playroom, which is great, uh, but not all the time uh, and into the into the outdoors. So that's kind of that's what's on our list this year. 
Awesome. And I think some uh, some smaller last uh, kind of items uh, from our thought is something that we had in the past, but got ruined and needs a refresh is I've mentioned before kinetic sand. Oh, yeah. Think about it as indoor sand because mm -hmm. you can put it inside and because it's kinetic, it doesn't um, go everywhere. It sticks right. together, basically. It clumps. It's, it's very clumpy and very solid. Um, it's a lot denser than regular sand. And so yep. it stays together. But you can play with it like sand and you can play mm -hmm. with it inside um, and it doesn't go everywhere. So it can be fun. And we found, of course, a version of a kinetic sand kit that includes like a dump truck and an excavator and a crane, nice. which my son loves construction equipment. So, of course, yeah. we're now going to try to get to that and think about um, reinvigorating the kinetic sand fun. And then I've mentioned my son really enjoys puzzles and mm -hmm. like figure it out type stuff. So there's lots of cool puzzles for all age ranges. He's enjoyed all of them. So, you know, when you're younger, you've got like the little wood puzzles with big blocks. You put yep. them in the, the different um, slots. We've now graduated to floor puzzles, which has mm -hmm. been fun. And it's just, just think about your regular puzzle, but it's only like say 24 pieces and yeah. they're larger. And so that takes him a good, you know, 10 minutes to put it together, but he can figure it out. Um, nice. And it's neat problem solving. It's a lot of fun. I'll throw a special mention out for, again, Melissa and Doug. They've got these, what I would kind of refer to as almost like small puzzles um, of the same mm -hmm. variety where they're, I want to say they're like 12 piece each. There's a, a small box that has a set of four puzzles in it. And of course, can be construction themed where each one is a different construction vehicle. And they're great for taking on the go because it's small box that can transport with you and then you've got four puzzles on the go so really enjoyed having that one at like going out to dinner bring a puzzle because it doesn't nice. take up a lot of space and he can play with it for like a good 20 minutes um so it's yeah. kind of magical it's great for taking on the go um if we ever travel anywhere gonna bring it with us it's a good travel toy nice. to have along the way okay yeah i, I want to throw in um one uh, thought or warning about the kinetic sand, because this is something that uh, we had a lot of fun with over the past year. Um, my brother got kinetic sand for uh, for David for his third birthday last year, and it's a lot of fun. They're going to love it. My only warning is with parents, uh, if you get multiple colors of the kinetic sand, don't expect those to stay separate for very long uh, because your kid is going to want to mix them together and see what happens. And eventually it's just, it's all going to come out as like grayish purple. Uh, at least that's what it did in our case and has been ever since. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it, it is, I do love it because it's, it does make a little mess. Like it's not a hundred percent clean. Like some flakes will get away from you and get into the carpet and, you know, get stuck on the kid's hand and he's going to wipe them on his pants or on the wall or something like that. But for the most part, like it's uh, a pretty safe bet for giving them something to do inside that feels like digging and construction and, you know, making sandcastles and stuff. And that's the other cool thing is like the molds that come with the kinetic sand. Like you can make sandcastles and right. carve shapes. And, you know, like you said, even though like the construction vehicles and dump trucks and stuff, that's wild. Yeah. You need different use cases. So think of it as your indoor uh, rainy day toy. Cause there's not mm -hmm. often a ton of those. Exactly. In conclusion, this is a lot of ideas. I think basically we wanted to throw this out there because if you haven't done your holiday shopping yet, yeah, you need to jump on it. And um, I mean, a lot of the stuff we talked about today, uh, you know, is going to be broadly applicable, you know, so if you're short on ideas right now, give one of these a try. 
right now. Yeah. And uh, I'll throw in one last piece. Uh, yeah. I mentioned it many times before, and I really wish we were sponsored because clearly we love it so much, is uh -huh. the Love Every subscription box Oh, yes, service. absolutely. So a reason why I bring it up for a holiday is we've done this. We did this last Christmas when he was aware, and we did it prior Christmases, is uh -huh. that you get a box and each box has three to five different things in it so boom one box is multiple gifts you take it out of the box you set it up and it's like boom here's three or four different gifts that are laid out for christmas from the same service yep and i certainly recommend it if you are earlier on you covered from newborn to four years old now and you can get a box every three months if you want to sign up for the the subscription ongoing the thing to keep in mind is that each box does come with multiple things and it's very it's very good if you're into the like kind of Montessori-esque toys, which are very much geared to their brain development at the time. And everything is is attuned in that way where the different ages as you progress, the toys adapt to the learning that's going on at the time. Mm -hmm. So then kind of like a really nice hero uh, gift in the sense that you can get one kind of a thing. And especially with the subscription, you can keep it going for multiple years. And it can be a really neat way to be like, I don't, instead of figuring out five different ideas, one box has you covered with multiple ideas. Nice. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Dad's Planning. Best of luck out there shopping this holiday season and let us know how you do and what ideas you have. And uh, we will talk about those the next time we get together here on Dad's Planning. But in between now and then, Brandon, uh, once again, if our listeners would like to reach out to us with questions or comments or ideas of their own, or if they'd like to tell stories of their own here on the podcast, where can they find us? Please give us a like or a follow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Dadsplaining Podcasts. You can reach out to us directly, dadsplainingpodcast at gmail.com. And then you can check out this and every episode anywhere you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Facebook so you can watch us record our podcast live. You can see the guest rooms and tiny closets that we record in and you can also join our parenting group on facebook if you search for dad's planning a parenting group send us a join request we would love to have you i have noticed with the facebook parenting group we have been at 99 members for a long time so if you want to be magic number 100 we appreciate you next week we will be back with a series of uh, quick and easy, what I've been calling dad hacks, just easy tricks um, to get around some issues with parenting in the early stages. I'm thinking things like potty training, bath time, um, you know, getting around some of the common obstacles that you run into with toddlers. Um, we'll be sharing those. Uh, if you've got any of your own, please send them to us. And until next time, I'm Jesse. And I'm Brandon. And, and hey, Jesse, I've got a dad joke this time. Hit me. Why do chicken coops only have two doors? I don't know, Brandon. Why? Because if they had four doors, it would be a sedan. Chicken sedans. Ah! Because yeah, a chicken coop. Yeah. a small two-door car. You get it? <laughs> I'm like the worst because I really like to explain my jokes. I think that's, that's bad. It's Here's the thing. It's not a dad joke unless you have to then explain it and, like, beat that horse into the ground. That's not an expression. <laughs> it's a beat that chicken into the coop. No. Exactly, but there yeah. was a chicken restaurant. It wasn't Chick-fil-A. 
it was a local one that had that on their board outside and i just i just applaud them look any anytime a restaurant goes out on a ledge and posts like a very corny joke in their signs or on social media or something like it's it's almost an obligation that you then have to patronize their business because that's like that they're being dads in spirit so we salute you whatever local chicken restaurant that was that gave us that dad joke and uh thanks to everybody else we will catch you next time The advice and opinions expressed on Dadsplaining are solely those of its hosts and guests and should not be substituted for the advice of professionals. If you have a serious concern about the health or development of your child, please consult with your pediatrician. If you're experiencing an emergency, please call 911. Don't listen to us. We're really just good for dad jokes. If you're enjoying Dadsplaining, you might enjoy this other podcast from our friends here at WSB Radio. Hello, friends. This is Jared Yamamoto from the Power Pod, and we are a weekly recap show where we cover the current events of the week. And of course, during these times, COVID 19 is on everybody's mind. We will cover the good, the bad, and the ugly regarding this crisis. We will be serious with the coronavirus, but we will also find ways to have fun with it as well. So be sure to check us out Saturdays from 11 to noon and Sunday mornings from 9 to 11 on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU or grab the PowerPod podcast on any of your favorite podcast providers or your favorite smart speaker.